Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how the devil are you doing? I'm good, man. I am in the studio after uh, an enforced absence of uh, around about two shows for the Football Ramble because I uh, sadly COVID. got COVID, but uh, <laughs> I'm all better now, baby. Hey, super immune now. You've got two vaccines and you've caught it. No one's more yeah. immune than Pete Donaldson. I don't. I think I've got a very good uh, shout of being that exact case. To be quite frank, I've got two um, two jabs uh, and I've had COVID recently, so I must be pretty bloody resilient right now. He says as he gets the new <laughs> variant. It was. I tell you what, I was not very well, and it's obviously hit a lot people, uh, a lot more people uh, worse than me. Um, but I did quite enjoy having a couple of days off where nobody expected me to reply to emails. <laughs> it was a deliberate act, getting sick so you could take the day oh, off mate, and play video variant, games. I'm going to be licking lamppost, I'm going to be licking handle, oh, handrails on the tube. I'm going to be oh. yeah, all over it. All That's over it, mate. <laughs> such vivid imagery, Pete. Such vivid imagery. <laughs> uh, well, today's Natsuki's birthday. It's a very special day. Oh, yes, please. Natsuki's birthday. Yes, please. I haven't got him anything. What have you got him? Is this so? Before you started, right? Before we started the show, Chris, uh, you know, said that it's Natsuki's birthday and he has to do a post on his socials about Natsuki. And I thought that sounded like contractual. Uh, if <laughs> Natsuki wants to work with you, um, he will accept money or birthday celebrations via social media. <laughs> You've not got him anything. You've had so much time I, to, to sort this out. That's not strictly true. So this week, for the first time, I set up uh, an account on Cameo that uh, I think we talked about this months ago where you can like pay money and people will send yes, you a message. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Natsuki's perfect at that. Natsuki would be so good. He's very enthusiastic. He loves people. He loves chatting. Yep. Um, so I've set him up. He's just got to send me a video of him talking for 30 seconds about why he's good and then we're all all set to go oh my god right let's let's talk price points now i am a serial cameo purchaser uh in recent memory i've bought steve gutenberg i've brought bought oh, wow. uh shauna paula uh i've bought um the I've, I've been bought the great carly the wrestler uh a few different wow. wrestlers as well in fact so how much uh how, how much are you going to put him in as is he an 18 quidder is he a five quidder 
I thought he's, he's worth more than that. I, really? I think okay. we're going to price him at about $30. Whoa. $35, which Cheap is five half pounds. the price. That is pretty good, to be <laughs> fair. I've seen what people spend on uh, JVlogger's uh, live shows. I'm like, bloody hell, <laughs> just to ask a question. How dare Flipping you? Out. How dare you? You are I mean, under- overestimating their free time. Just send them an email. <laughs> nonsense, nonsense. But uh, I, I don't know. I think like it's got to be when I when I said to him, I've set, set you up on Cameo. He said how much, and I said, oh, you know, thirty dollars, Sansa. He went, oh, very cheap, two hundred dollars. I was like, that's good. There's going to be there will be about eight people that will pay two hundred dollars to have a thirty second message from you, but they're yeah. going to be few and far between. Are you going to do like the live it. call one as well? Because now you can sort of have a live call with with people. Oh shit! Can you on Cameo? Yeah. I know you, you do, do not want that. He could go. He would be cancelled within the within the minutes. <laughs> At least you can uh, watch all of his uh, sort of pre-recorded videos and see if they're all right. <laughs> I have to screen them meticulously. Yeah, he has done things in the past that uh, are a bit questionable. <laughs> he's a great person. Though. He's not. He's a no, great guy. He loves he's everyone. Lo- he's a lovely lad. What? Um. So, Chris, um, as the cameo agent of uh, of danger and terror, are you uh, <laughs> you taking a sweet cut of this uh, of of this sweet cheese that he's going to be bringing in? I only take a humble eighty percent of his cut. <laughs> it's a team effort. No, I I I'm giving him one hundred percent of it. I I don't want to be involved oh, really, apart from vetting his this videos. Is, this occasionally. is why you're going to be destitute when you're forty. <laughs> These bad businesses. Natsuki's going to be the breakout cameo star of 2021, and you're getting nothing, nothing. Yeah, maybe I should reevaluate that. I mean, I, <laughs> he, he, I, my vision for Natsuki is to try and find ways of him so he doesn't need to be working at his hair salon so much, right? Yeah. Because he works like five, six days a week and we don't get to see each other as as a result of that. And it's a real right. shame. Um, yeah. You know, I live in Sendai, two and a half hours away, but we see each other once or twice every every two months. And um, mm. I think it is if Cameo can take off, maybe you can get some staff and spend more time doing other things like being on a bra in Japan. So maybe in that so- regard, it is profitable <laughs> for me because I can get him in more videos. There we go. So you're in a situation where you are... So this show's going to be coming out on uh, Sunday, I believe. And you... uh, So will Natsuki be on the platform by the time uh, time it gets to Sunday? Can we go on there right now and get a Natsuki? It's not outside the realms of possibility. It's not outside the realms of possibility. I've just got to get him to send me a video. Right. (laughs) 30 seconds long, which, to be honest, he probably won't do. But we're going to try. (laughs) So, yeah, all right. Let's let's aim to have Cameo ready to go for next Sunday. Yeah. And uh, unsurprisingly, when I signed up to it, the um, the person at Cameo tried to convince me to do it myself. Right. I was like, no, I I don't enjoy talking to friends and family, let alone <laughs> everyone else. You know, so not happening, not happening. But um, not happening. yeah, let's hope so. Have you ever been on it? Safe. You seem like someone who'd be great at telling people happy birthday. I do so many freebies. <laughs> I do so many oh, stag do messages, wedding messages. I do, I do them all the time. Um, maybe I should. Maybe I should get on cameo. Uh, that's I'm my plan for 2020, 2022. Become a streamer and do cameo. Well, I mean, I think the the how, what, how much is uh, Natsuki um, charging? Thirty about thirty dollars. So right, that's I'd have, what, so I have to come pounds? in at about like twelve twelve pounds maximum. I mean, he was, he was even paying that. Who was even paying that? Really, Lord. Yeah, that's quite a lot. That's, yeah, that's quite, quite a lot. lot, isn't it? Yeah, more like three pound fifty. That's that's the price point. <laughs> What's the cameo cut? I, I don't know the uh, the ins and outs. What's the cameo cut? Is it is it I your think... normal internet thirty percent? 
Yeah, I think it's about 30%, because I remember we right. worked it out that if Natsuki does $30, he gets 22 or 25 of that. So oh, that's, still decent. that's a decent cut. It's a decent yeah. cut. But like, you'd have to do 10 messages to make $250. 100 messages mm. would make more than that. That's, that's my maths. <laughs> that's just maths. And that is we'll just see. maths, people. Oh, exciting. We will see. And I think yeah. he's he's really... Natsuki's going all out this year. He's enlisted the help of um, Ian, the producer of... Journey mm. across Japan, and uh, he, he built the Abroad Japan website, <laughs> and he doesn't know. But Ian has set up Natsuki's merchandise store, which is coming out soon as well. Natsuki's website nice. and merchandise. He's got some original T-shirts coming out, so that's kind of exciting as well. Cool. So, the future's bright for Natsuki, hopefully. Yeah, he's been doing bits and bobs with like Tokyo Creative and stuff, hasn't he? So he's been, mm. he's, been he's been a busy bee. Absolutely. And once we get the yeah. studio set up, the Abroad Japan studio, hopefully it'll pop over a lot more often. We can do live shows together and, and film something. I don't know. It'd be cool if he had his own channel someday that he could just run from his <laughs> his hair salon. But, this is uh, very much Creed, Creed thoughts on uh, The Office US where Creed gets given a blog by Ryan, <laughs> the temp, and, and Ryan, just it's really just a Word document. And he says, even for the internet, it's pretty extreme. <laughs> <laughs> The unfettered opinions of Natsuki. Wow. It could be dangerous. It could be very dangerous. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I just want to help Natsuki get out of that job or get out of his own mm. company, basically, and hire someone so he can have a bit more freedom, right? It's, it, he's, he's his own help me get, self-employed Help me get me out of my job. Help me get me out of my job. You've got you so many your people job. in your life that needs help. Yeah, my job involves talking to you. I don't want to talk to you. Oh. <laughs> get me out of my job, Chris. Oh, oh God. Oh. <laughs> painful, painful stuff. Well, uh, I've actually had a good week. The um, the train videos exploded. Um, the, uh, the, whoa, the train the video train with Natsuki. Exploded. The train video. It's like a Keanu Reeves film. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that speed? Yeah. What a film that is. I need to rewatch that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's really taken off. It's one of those weird videos where it's gone like super viral. So this is the train video mm. with Natsuki where we went to yep. uh, on the sleeper train and went to Totori's desert. I say desert loosely. It was, mm. it was a pile of sand, but it's gone viral. Yeah, it's, it's got like 2.5 million views in the last Jiminy. 10 days or something. It's crazy. I don't know what's going on. YouTube recommends videos when they become really popular and they have like a mm. high click-through rate and um, clearly people like trains. So Hey, the only back winners. <laughs> and you're a winner, mate. <laughs> But there you go. It's it's going to be up there with all those people that make videos about planes. The two hundred million dollar seat on the plane. Which I uh, did one of them. Is, no, you did, didn't you? Did on my little channel. Got five views. Very enjoyable. The, the genesis of your channel name. I review planes yeah. now. I review planes. Your YouTube yeah. channel. <laughs> How many subscribers have you got on I review planes I don't know, now? Mate. I don't know, mate. Like I don't even think it's called I review planes. I think I changed it to a real Frenchman. No, and I did uh, when a friend oh, yeah. joined my channel briefly. <laughs> well, don't go and check that out, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, but do go and check, do check out, out the out train that. video yeah. and keep an eye out for Natsuki cameo. I'll certainly post about it online though when it happens. Like it'll be everywhere. Uh, you won't be able to avoid Natsuki cameo. <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see how many people do it. It'll be interesting. Yeah, how many people? How many people do you think will get on the first day? Let's, I let's, think let's I, I mean he'll. I think he'll have to sort of shut the shop for a day just so he can get through them all. I think you can limit uh, the number hand. you do. Oh, do you have to what? You have to limit the number you do per day. All right. Okay. I think you can. You can sort of put a limit in place because it could get out of control. What if like a thousand people do it on the first day? Oh yeah, and they're fuming. Because I remember like I requested Sean Apala uh, for <laughs> um, sort of the I think twenty second. 
Um, and he said he'd get to it like in two days, three days or something. And he, just under the wire, he did it like really quite early in the morning on Boxing Day. <laughs> mm. Oh, my God. He did That's a little amazing. sing song. To be fair, when it, it was 200 quid and it, and it came in. Uh, Jesus. And he came in like swing and he did a little sing song, chatted for quite a while and stuff, you know, gave everyone mad props from the football ramble. It was, uh, it was fun. How long <laughs> was his John message? Uh, it was a good two minutes. Yeah. He really put his, two minutes. you know, oh, he, wow. he, he put money, he put, he put, he put time and effort into it. I think it's fair to say. I wonder how long that skill did then for <laughs> yes, his $25. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> I have to find out. Looking forward to it though. Uh, We've got a story this week mm. from Jess, Jesse. Uh, it says, hello, Chris. A few episodes ago, you asked about bringing a sword back from Japan. The mm. last time I was in Japan, my friend ended up doing just that. Besides our Airbnb in Osaka, uh, was, oh, sorry. Beside our Airbnb in Osaka was a little store that was having a sale. I don't know if it was a store. It just looked like a storage unit that a guy was deciding to empty out. But That's we where decided I buy my swords by, from. Basically. <laughs> just a man, a man on the street selling swords. Yeah, cool. Count me in. Yak- Probably not being used selling. for crime. Yeah, Yakis <laughs> are selling off his last remaining items. Uh, we decided to stop by and check out what the guy was selling. Inside, my friend found a really nice, pleasant blue katana. And uh, while I found some pocket-sized Hanafuda cards that I immediately lost when I got back to America. So after joking about how we were going to get it back home, my friend bought the sword and the guy running the storage unit wrapped the entire thing in bubble wrap and then wrapped that in blue masking tape. Cut ahead a few days uh, when it's time to leave. We're in the airport trying to get through customs. Workers are constantly asking what's in the package that my friend has. Initially, he was very excited and responded with, it's a sword. After after being asked multiple (laughs) times within the next hour, his response slowly changed to, "Ah, it's a sword. When it was finally time (laughs) to check the sword and put it on the bottom of the plane, seven people were meticulously unwrapping the sword because they didn't want to cut the tape or the bubble wrap. After checking that it was indeed a sword and laughing with us at the absurdity of the situation, we finally parted with the sword. 14 hours later, we're in in Arizona (laughs) waiting for our luggage. We had all of our bags, but no sword. Take a shot every time you hear the word sword. After talking to multiple people who seemed confused about someone traveling with a katana, we finally got the sword almost an hour and a half after landing. Apparently, it ended up with the oversized luggage, which it manually brought up on an elevator. We then grabbed the sword, (laughs) took it home where it's collecting dust under my friend's bed. So I can say with confidence that it's possible to bring a sword back, but don't be surprised when you're stopped multiple times and given confused looks when you tell them what you're carrying. Love the show, guys. All the best. Jesse. With his sword, <laughs> with, his sword. with his sword, it was. It reminds me when I uh, took a plastic sword uh, on carry on in uh, from Sweden to uh, to London, and the man said with the same kind of like sigh that uh, that, that Jess or Jesse was uh, was getting involved with. Um, uh, he just sort of went, "Don't, don't, don't take that out. Don't, don't. <laughs> I know you think that's funny that you've brought a little Viking helmet and a sword, but don't get that out on the flight because you will be tasered or something. You will You'll be, be shot. Down. <laughs> oh dear! What a reason to be shot. Be like Mister mm. Bean, classic film, <laughs> running through the airport. Need to rewatch that. I can't, mm. I can't work out if it's a great film or a dreadful film. It's a dreadful film. <laughs> Everyone isn't it? likes Mister Bean. Everyone likes Mister Bean. Come on. But that movie, it was all a bit weird, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't even remember. I, don't, it, I think it's just I'm just nostalgic because it was a good film. All right. So this week, <laughs> as you are well aware, ladies and gentlemen, the Olympics is over. 
and nothing Whoa. really went wrong. In fact, Japan had its best Olympic medal haul of all time, I think, with 27 gold medals it, and 58 isn't overall. Isn't it weird that, like, when... Because um, London uh, 2012 is obviously very good for the British. Isn't it yeah. weird that, like, you'd think that, they, you know, that these athletes are at the top of their game and they shouldn't let anything kind of, like... You know, home advantage shouldn't really come into it if you're on top of your game and you're this meticulously prepared mm. uh, super lunatic athlete like but <laughs> home advantage does actually come into it with with a lot of events doesn't it and and it certainly shows Absolutely. with uh, with the old with the old medal hall so well done japan well done, yeah, Great fantastic well done, everyone. i think japan japan came fifth right mm. uh so us was top then china uh i think then russia then britain then japan but uh yeah it's not russia UK, I... it's not russia okay. mate come on it's not russia you know none of... it's not russia come on get it together Yes, not Russia. Is that a doping it's the, it's, reference? It's the, it's the, no, it's not. They, they were allowed to, they were allowed to enter Team Russia. So now it's just the, the guys who were just hanging out. The guys who were just hanging out wanted a crack. Who happened to be from <laughs> Russia? <laughs> well, Come I'm kind now. of, I'm, I'm just relieved the Olympics are over and uh, it kind of went all right. Like I know, I mean, currently Japan is going through an out, another outbreak of. Um, covid but they, they're saying that's not linked to the olympics that's more to do with just this delta variant which is actually sleep, sweeping the world at the moment but uh yeah and, and they, what, forty thousand people they're... came to japan through the olympics and only 140 uh were there were only 140 cases i think with, yeah it shows that the system works and 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 with hmm. um the even with the delta variant the 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 numbers in in um places that have that state of emergency like tokyo et al um it's still very low, still very, very low. And, and yet, mm. um, you know, you, we, we talk about this quite a lot on the show. We, um, I, I was listening to the Trash Chess boys talking about it as well. Um, how fearful of the outsiders uh, the Japanese are when, in fact, you know, 99% of the cases are all Japanese. Most of the cases inside the Olympic sort of bubble were um, catering staff that were already that were already well, Japanese. Yeah. They were already Japanese. <laughs> Absolutely, it's it. all it's all ridiculous and irrational. It just reminds me of that mm. guy that closed the ramen shop last year because he closed it to foreigners, didn't he? Because he was like, mm. oh, it's foreigners that have done it." You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not a last. It's a nasty side of things, but uh, for the most part, you know. I think deaths are pretty low. I think the only thing they worry about here is hospital beds. There's not that mm. many uh, beds in ICUs in Japan for whatever reason. And so they're worried about those all being filled up. So that's why there's a lot of panic across the country. But um, I'm just glad the Olympics are over. I'm glad they're done. I think everyone's side relief. I didn't watch the entire closing ceremony. From what I understand, it wasn't that good. And it was a little bit underwhelming. Um, was there a drone world? Were there any drones involved? I didn't actually watch it myself. No drones. Not, oh, not that I saw. Loud so that's, that was that was the highlight <laughs> of the opening. That's the only reason the opening ceremony was remembered. I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there was, that got a lot of criticism as well. Actually, the opening ceremony for being a little bit underwhelming. Because um, I, I remember the 2012 Olympics was insane. Like uh, in mm. London, they really went all out, didn't they? Mr. Bean. There was the Queen. Jumping out of a helicopter, there was James Spice Bond. Girls, Russell Brand, Spice Girls back together. I think in many ways, though, um, surely they would have had to have limited the number of people involved in the opening ceremony. So that's probably yeah, the top. yeah, absolutely. But um, <laughs> I think also there's there's a there's some broad support for the Olympics actually going ahead now. Like there's, uh, I think I've read something like sixty percent of the population is glad 
that the Olympics took happened. place. So, oh, that's yeah. a bit of a switch around, isn't it? Because people were protesting yeah. the, the the end of it, I seem to recall. And um, they, of course, have the Paralympics uh, coming up very mm-hmm. soon. A friend, a friend is uh, flying out as we speak to uh, cover that for three weeks. And they're they're filming it and presenting it, or uh, just filming it. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a sort of director, a director. Lucky devil. Mm, Lucky devil. Fun. Hopefully, he gets to experience Japan still, despite all the uh, mm. limitations and whatnot. <laughs> but uh, I, I looked at coming back to the UK in September, but I was speaking to a friend the other day, and apparently there's some new limitations on um, British people coming back to Japan. You've got to like sit in a room for six days, some sort right, of super okay. quarantine. And before, you could, if you were taking private transport, it was okay. So I would have, I don't know, rented a car or just left mm. my car at an airport and then collected it on the way back. But kind of put off now about the idea of sitting in a room for six days, having an existential crisis. Come on, let's Could vlog have... it, though. Could yeah, exactly. It. 100, was it 128 hours, the, uh, yeah. the the film where that man gets caught in, 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 in a boulder? 127 you know, hours. Like that. A really intense, a really intense uh, little little scene, you in a hotel room slowly going insane. Fantastic. <laughs> Soaring my arm off for no reason. Yeah. Like in 127 hours. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we'll be back with the fax machine in your questions in a moment. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week, Mr. Dolson? We got a message from Jacob. Hello, Jacob. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Hello, gentlemen. This is Jacob from Woodbridge, Virginia, USA. Earlier this year, my friends and I decided to take advantage of cheap flights for 2022. It was originally just the four of us, but as we told our friends about it, it has now turned into an eight-person trip. I have been telling my friends it will be fine, but they seem to have their worries uh, when it comes to going out to eat, travel, and sorting accommodation in a large group. I haven't really seen this discussed online. Is this something I should be concerned about? Sincerely, Jacob. Mm, that's going to be interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose turning up mob banded for a restaurant, etc. I don't think it'll be an issue, though. I don't think it'll be an yeah. issue. Like, can you really can you think of a restaurant in Japan that would be difficult to go in with eight people? Uh, anything in Golden Guy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, a lot of them are very more small, than two people. That's a push, Golden Guy. <laughs> I think yeah, yeah it'd I mean, be fine. They don't do a lot. Like a lot of restaurants don't have like massive bloody tables, do they? Where there's like mm. six. I've I've only once been sat on in a group of. I guess because I only go on, uh, you know, trips with limited amounts of people. But I've only ever been sat in a um, in a room with six, seven, eight, nine, ten other people on a, on a table like I would over here. But I think that, and that was only because a man just invited us randomly from his. <laughs> baseball bar to go around the corner <laughs> to a restaurant that he owns uh, and we were in a back room in this like uh yeah in this abandoned little little part of the restaurant <laughs> mm, wonderful i mean yeah i don't think it'd be an issue at all i think if you're going out on a friday or saturday restaurants are like 20 times busier in japan mm. and you will have to like reserve somewhere or pray or get there whatever you do from 7 p.m that is when restaurants really get rammed over here so right. if you are getting out with eight people and you want to get a table swing by at like 5 30 or 6 and you're much more likely to find somewhere to sit especially otherwise you're in a group that's love <laughs> yeah. or sit in the road get some uh sit, some in, the and sit in the road beautiful <laughs> and there's no they don't have those merry merry cart people anymore driving those go-karts around so we don't have to worry about getting run over we got one here from mj it says hi chris and pete please refer to me as mj i prefer if my name is not out there it's I mean, michael jackson oh my god he's back. he's back he's back <gasps> he doesn't uh, want to be identified <laughs> shit Chris, would you predict or foresee a time where an immigrant would ever be considered as Japanese? Peter, I remembered in one of the podcast episodes, you mentioned how you would love Japan, uh, but you would never consider moving to the country. You would just visit. Do you mind sharing your thoughts on this? Pete, share your thoughts on this. That's the end of the question. MJ. I, like you, also have a pet chimpanzee called Bubbles, and we are not welcome <laughs> in. No, I just, I think, uh, I think being an outsider uh, is difficult in any country, but I think it's exacerbated by the fact that uh, the Japanese are very mono-ethnic <laughs> and they mm, really want to keep, keep it that way. And, uh, and, and also, I think any kind of, any minority, um, you know, a white man will always be um, regarded as being particularly lucky in most parts uh, of the world because of um, empires and you know history, um, and, and that we've colonised half the bloody universe. But um, yeah, I, I think anyone, <laughs> any minority, um, would find it very difficult. Anyone who didn't look, um, you know, your classic idea mm. of a Westerner, white, you know, uh, white male sort of thing, you're going to find it quite hard. And 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 Japan's frequently not great for women. Um, so yeah, I I I would find it hard to live in a country that. Um, sometimes uh, lets itself down with stuff like that to be quite frank so that's my thoughts on it i'm sure everybody um listening probably i could see thoughts, you but... i could see you doing like a year in tokyo or something though i could see oh, you mate, no, I, could, I mean i could do i could do a couple of years but i i think live live there i mean you probably mm. even you, you've been there for like 10 years and you probably sort of mm. don't regard yourself as being you know i'm japanese japanese yeah sorry chris yeah, yeah. sorry chris san you uh Chris Kun, you, uh, <laughs> Chris you are a lovely Japanese man. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, to become Japanese here, it's kind of in blood, really. It's, it's in fact, mm. it's not even blood; it's appearance. If you look mm. Japanese, uh, yeah. ethnically Japanese, but you're not from Japan, like you're from America, they'll still kind of treat you. Uh, well, look like at the way, Japanese... look at the way, like you know, sort of um, uh, Japan-born, but uh, you know, probably call a, a minority, like half like the the, the sports stars that that represent Japan mm. on the national level. If you don't look like a Japanese person, um, you're treated slightly different, and the pressures ramp massively up. Um, I yeah, think, I mean, I, I, it's it's such a bizarre thing to wrap your head around because obviously in the UK, you come to the UK, you're there for ten minutes, and you're British. Well, hey, well done. But in Japan, it doesn't work like that. And uh, you know, I, I, f- I, I, I would dis- I would disagree with th- that side of things. I, I think Britain's just as bad, but I think Japan is way worse. If that makes sense. I, I'm sorry, that's a terrible sentence to, to put together. But yes. I think I think you know, young British minorities will probably feel very differently about that particular well, situation. Probably, yeah. I'm not. I'm certainly not going to speak for them. Uh, it's a little easier. Uh, it's a little bit more um, kind of. Uh, there's a little bit more togetherness in in, in Britain, but um, it's still got a hell of a long way to go. But Japan is very much uh, at the bottom of a very very long long list of uh, of countries that don't do don't do it particularly well <laughs> well i'd say yeah i'd say the uk's multicultural as japan's still very much homogenous but uh, mm. it, it's yeah it's it's strange how if you don't look japanese like if you're white in japan they'll just treat you very differently um almost like a they'll, they'll treat you in a in a in a good way, I guess. In, in most respects, they'll sort of look up to you, but it's it's really odd. And I, I remember I've got a, a good friend who's from America. I think he's from LA, and uh, he looks more or less Japanese. I think both his parents were Japanese, and uh, he came here and he speaks Japanese all right. He's not overly great, but he speaks it all right. Uh, English is his first language, obviously. Um, but they treat his his colleagues treat him as though he's Japanese, right? So they expect hmm. him to do. He, they expect him to know all aspects of the culture, to play by the rules, and sort of they don't give him any free passes that you get when you're a foreigner. You know the old yeah, uh, okay, gaijin yeah. card, whatever hmm. they call it here, foreigner card, where you can get away with lots of things and just feign ignorance. Uh, even though he's a foreigner, same as I am in most respects, um, he yeah he doesn't get that. He gets treated as though he's Japanese. Um, <laughs> so it comes down to blood. It comes down to appearance. Fundamentally, if you're a white person, you come to Japan, you'll never, ever be Japanese. But as I said before, it's not really an issue. You can still become uh, a big part of your local community. You can still have a great life here, and it still doesn't get in the way for most people that I know that live here. But uh, there's no doubt most foreigners that I meet that do come here and live here, they do have like a, a clock that's ticking, and they do plan to return to their native country at some point later on down the line. Um, for various reasons, just mm. as I expect I will do. I don't think I will die on the shores of Japan unless I'm doing <laughs> some sort of journey across Japan-esque challenge in yeah, the near future where I bungee jump into a bucket of knives, um, which is probably going to happen in an upcoming bloody mm. series. Look, Keep the stories, questions. You'll do anything for hits, mate. You'll do anything How dare hits. you? How dare uh, you? What do you think of me? Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to the Broad Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back to do it all over again on Wednesday. But for now, guys, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you on Wednesday, do all over again on the Broad Japan podcast. Bye for now.
Abroad in Japan is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.